Nation, boys! Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Trek Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam it, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And Robin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. The wreck, 33, came off the top wipe us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. Welcome to Track Chat Live on a Monday, August the 7th, 2023, and uh, it's not the way we like to begin a show with this tone, but I'm sure everyone's seen the, the news and seen social media, and uh, we uh, have lost one of our own, uh, Mr. Marty Ward, longtime racer in the upstate and pretty much world-known Marty Ward. He passed away on Sunday, and uh, tonight we've decided that we're going to just dedicate this whole show in the uh, memory of, of Marty Ward. We've got several folks that's going to call in tonight and share their memories, and we're going to open up the phone lines tonight. It's going to be all about Marty Ward, so if you have a, a memory that you'd like to share, uh, you can call in. The uh, number's 864 864- Two two four six seven three three, and we'll be taking your phone calls here for the next hour just to hear the memories that you have of, of Marty Ward. We've asked Steve Howard to uh, be with us in here tonight. He and Marty were real close over the last couple of years, and he's going to reflect some of his memories of Marty as well as, as David. And it's just going to be a remembrance show tonight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a good show. We got some great people that's going, you know, call and tell us stories about Marty and stuff and. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going to tell where me and him was, I feel like, you know, as a friendship. It, it wasn't a friend that I called every day or something, but he's my racing friend. And back in 1990, I went to run asphalt. And <laughs> Spare with us. It's going to be a, one of those shows, guys. I will, I will say this while David uh, gathers his thoughts. Uh, there's always been a competition between Marty and, and David to see who could get to the racetrack first. And, and you know, back when Marty was on the show in May, there was there was a race. David wasn't even aware, but Marty got here before David. And it's like every every Saturday at, at Greenville Pickens, you know, Marty was always he would get up early to go wash his clothes so he, he could he'd go to his car uh, a washer ready on the washerette, and that's that's the excuse to use to beat me there. But, uh, you know, back in 1990 when I started, I was a dirt racer. 
And I, I didn't really know Marty, but I knew of him, knew his dad. My brother sold parts. But when I started, you know, you, you kind of feel like you're on an island. You're coming from dirt track. You go to asphalt. You know, you got no friends at that point. You got to kind of work your way into it. But Marty would come and talk to me and help me and tell me, you know, and, and we kind of had that little bond. Well, then I run that one year and I come back in 98 and we started, you know, with our own stuff and started getting better and better, more competitive. And I think it's probably around two, you know, we had raced a bunch and, and rubbed a little bit and this and that. And, but this particular night, probably 2004, I, I was pretty good. And some things went down. And, and uh, anyway, it, he was on me. He had a better car than I did. But I'd made up my mind he wasn't going to beat me. <laughs> he he wasn't gonna beat me. Now he beat the back bumper off and beat the quarter panel off, and I, you know, we we raced hard, and I won the race. And after the race, I said, you know, me and him had a few words. Is that Mar- Maurice? You know, he he had a few words, you know, and and uh, and I said, you wasn't beating me tonight. I, said, I don't care what, you know. So the next week we come back. Well, I had the better car, and he had the lead, and. We raced, and, and I'm talking about we raced two weeks in a row, total of 80 laps, like two gladiators in a ring for the prize, and we didn't knock each other out. We didn't destroy our cars, but, I mean, it was a battle. And I think from that point there is when I, you know, I used the words that oh, I had respect for him already. I think I got respect from him and a lot of others because of what we done in those couple races right and that was <clears throat> that that was me and marty then you know then the years went on and you know and and really when we had him on the radio show here the other day that was just a a cool different vibe that me and him had you know talking about all this stuff and, and reminiscing about it and and i respected him a racer he respected me a racer with friends and you know we never really talked racing racing about our cars or whatever but you know we talked about jacob and i'd always ask him about him he's very proud of him going to clemson and doing what he was doing you know like my boys they they, they do what they do they neither one of them race jacob don't didn't race so you know we kind of had a little common stuff but that that's my story marty and you know i'll miss him and and uh i'm, I'm cherish the time and the memories i have of racing I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, about the competition that you and Marty always had. He was always trying to beat you to different places. Well, it just hit me. He he beat you again. Yeah, I, I, that was on my mind. I was going to say that, and if I could, you know, yeah, those scamp done beat me again, you know. So, but I'm glad. I mean, I know where he's at. I'm feeling my heart. He's in the right place, and that's all that matters. Yeah, Steve Howard. You know, he he's in here with us tonight. And me and Steve were kind of talking the last couple of days. It's been so much conversation. I've talked to a lot of folks, and you know, I made the decision yesterday we need to, you know, make this show about Marty. You know, I talked to Steve, and we basically, I, I told Steve, I think he, you know, Marty's always been in the spotlight. He's raced so many different places and so many different wins, but Marty, you know, got in got in touch with Steve, and they kind of had this friendship that that started up and. It's like Steve gave Marty, like, rejuvenated Marty's passion to go racing again in that vintage car. And, Steve, would you like to share some of that? Yeah, it um, it was in 2017. <laughs> he was at Greenville for our well, – I was running the Carolina Vintage then. And uh, he was there with Austin Samaro in that 
streetstock car, or it was a, a, a super stock, what they called it out there. And uh, my wife, I said, look, there's Marty. I said, that's one of my childhood heroes. I said, I got to get my picture took with him. So she then went over there talking. He looked at my old car, and he said, man, these things would be a lot of fun. And that kind of just went to the wayside, you know. And then we just, I'd see him in Anderson here. We'd speak and all that stuff. And then uh, I got my 57. I sold that blue car. I got my 57. And uh, I was just having trouble. I didn't ever sit in the car. I was 56 years old. I was always a drag racer. And uh, Ronnie Rule helped me get my cars going. But he was a great wrench guy get me set up i needed a driver to help me and marty i reached out to him and he said shoot you he said man he said that ain't no trouble i said uh, at that time we just kind of got to know each other and i said man i'm gonna pay you i said this that's what i want i got to learn how to do this and he came to anderson you were there and he got in my 57 and he said he said hired he said, I don't know about this what you getting me into this thing <laughs> like that and i said trust me ronnie worked on this good get in there and then uh we, he went out there and made some laughs. He come by. He said, "Man, this thing is pretty good. It needs this. It needs that." And I relayed that to Ronnie, and I gave him a hundred bucks for helping me. And he called me for two weeks, just a few days, and thanked me for that. That went. That appreciation wasn't about the money at all. I asked him for his time, so I was going to take care of him. And but he said that was a token of appreciation. That he'll never forget, and anything I need, he'll get it. So um, that that's how our friendship started, and I, I leaned on him for advice. I could call him anytime. We talked three or four times a week, and I, you know, he, I'd say, "Okay, Marty, I got this, I got this." He said, "Well, here's what you're doing. You got to do this, got to." And then uh, he wanted to, to, to yeah, he showed uh, an interest for it. So that's when I took that Chevy too, and I said, "Here you go. We're gonna we're gonna race." You're going to drive this car, and I'm going to drive the 57. And Buddy just lit him up. And he's just like a breath of fresh air, and he was into it. And, man, he just loved it. And uh, we went to Tri-County, very first time he raced it, and he won the race. And uh, that's how our deal started, I guess. And, you know, he's a – I'll cherish these two years that me and him were close. I knew him my whole life, my whole childhood life, watching him at Greenville. But these last two years is is very, very, very important to me. I tell you, just listening to you talk is, you know, bringing back a lot of memories that, you know, I've had with Marty just since, you know, you and him have got together. But we're going to take our take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to have some more memories, some more folks calling in and just reflect more on the life of Marty Ward. We'll be back after this. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. It's 
Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. JW Machine Fab is Fountain's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinefab.com. Marty Ward, when I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff, The Rocket, and Steve Howard in the studio. And uh, we're uh, going to go ahead and start taking some callers coming in. I think we've got one on the phone line now. Track Chat Live, who's this? Hey, this Jeff Myers. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Hey, buddy. All right. How are y'all? Good, good. Um, Hate to be talking to you about this kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, everybody loved Marty, and we sure did. That's for sure. So um, I guess start with... uh, David, he beat you guys again Saturday, just so you know. He was the first one at the racetrack Saturday morning. I looked up, and Marty Ward was coming through the gate first thing Saturday morning. Yeah, don't surprise me a bit. If, if, if you'd have told me somebody won't take a bet, I'd have made money on that deal. <laughs> and uh, just to give you a little, it's kind of a bad story on me, but it's a funny story as far as uh, – 
Marty was concerned when when I started racing in the early nineties and wanted to go to Greenville. You know, Marty's the guy to follow. You know, at Greenville, he he knew how to get around that racetrack, and I'd been there with Larry Ogle and a bunch of the guys. You know, helping, and I, I wanted to go race Greenville Pickens, so. My late model car went down there, you know, and I was following Marty around. And I noticed about every time we went through the corner, Marty was against the fence with the tires. And I went down there and talked to him and, and, and said, what's the deal with that? He said, oh, there's good grip down there. You've got to get down there against that fence. <laughs> so, okay. We started, that's back when they run heat races and, we started heating. I was about two rows behind Marty. First thing he does, he goes right down there against that fence. I thought, well, I'm going to try that. Old Jeff cut a little too deep and knocked the left front clean off of it. <laughs> so then I was down there trying to jack in the car up. Marty comes bolting down through there and had an old smirky smile on his face. He said, he said, I didn't mean to. T- hey, you wasn't supposed to knock it down. You're just supposed to graze it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that old smirky smile grinned real big. He said, what do you need to help you? And uh, get it fixed. So he was always like that. We raced very, very well together. We didn't have no beating and bangings much uh, throughout the years. And we were planning on it Saturday night, and my junk broke, and second practice so we thought we me and him and porter was going to have us a show to put on for the fans and uh i hate i didn't get to be a part of that and race against him one last time there but uh gotta love marty he was just always a great person to be around at the racetrack yep that is that is a fact yes he was well jeff we really appreciate you calling in and and sharing your thoughts and uh going to use the hashtag forever 97 because in our hearts, he's going to be forever 97. That's exactly right, buddy. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you all for doing this tonight. All right, bye. All right. Jeff Myers from the Southeast Super Trucks calling in and sharing his thoughts about Marty Ward. Man, I tell you, it's, uh, it really hits home. You, you're sitting here and trying to come up with words to describe someone like Marty. I mean, there's there's no words. I mean, it's just. Yeah, well, like Jeff said, you know, he, he would help you tell you the truth where you need to run. Then something like any come in there, that old smirky smile like he does, and a little laugh, and and tell you then. And what do you need? You know to help. That's that's the way he was. You know he would, he would always help whoever and and do. And just like this past week with my son having trouble with a thirteen truck. And Friday afternoon he was helping him, and Saturday morning he was helping him. And you know that's just he just loved racing, racing people, and that's what he done. That's that's definitely what Marty did. If it was about racing, then he was never too busy to lend a hand and, and show people how much he loved it and just loved the sport in, in general. Definitely. he uh, One of the last times he went to Tri-County, I couldn't go. I had to work or something. I can't can't remember what it was. But uh, he got up there, and he got to running pretty hard with them boys. And they, they ain't no slouches up there. And uh, he called me the next day, and he said, well, hard. I uh, scuffed your car up a little bit. <laughs> I said, really? I said, how bad you scuff it up? He said, well, it's pretty good. Like that. And he said, don't worry about it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. I said, Marty, I said, that's the last thing to worry about. I said, we'll fix it over the winter. I said, just just run it like you own it. I don't care. And uh, he just didn't get excited. He said, I told you that I was responsible and I'll fix it. Just the kind of guy he was. 
Yep. And, uh, We've got another call coming in. Track Chat Live, who's this? This is Gerald Harris. Gerald, how are you doing, sir? Uh, hanging in there. Best best I can. You have any uh, Marty Ward memories? Well, I do. So I, I was doing it in 84 and started going to races about a, a week old, Asheville Speedway and Greenville Picking Speedway. Some of my fond memories growing up, you know, was was going to Greenville Picking Speedway, watching some childhood heroes like, like Marty Ward and Pete Silva, Jeff Myers, Jeff Caldwell, all them guys, you know. And uh, I remember sitting in the grandstands week in, week out, just just watching these cars, you know. Years go by, and I'm growing up watching them, and, you know, I'd bring my Hot Wheels to the track and sit there in the grandstands with them. And I'd snuck into the dad's building or garage, whatever he had, and I'd stole some spray paint out of the building a couple times, and I'd paint my little Hot Wheels up just like I seen at the racetrack there. And I remember to this day I had a neon orange Hot Wheels that I'd stole some paint from and put a Sharpie number 97 on it, and, you know, <laughs> Years go by after that, never really got to, to see Marty a whole lot, you know, and up until this last year, you know, I was, I was fortunate to, to get to know him really well with the Southeast Super Trucks, and, you know, the last few years he's been traveling with Greg and, and all them, and but the, this year was real special to me, you know, I mean, you guys had him on, on Track Chat Live earlier this year, and, you know, it just tickled me pink just hearing the stories that you guys shared, and it's it, 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 like I said, it tickled me. It, it tickled me pink, and you know, my my co-announcer he he wasn't going to be at Lonesome Pine Speedway, and uh, I had to fill in some guests, you know, to come help me call the, the races that e- that evening. And uh, I reached out to Greg Nix, and he reached out to Marty, and Marty was all on board for it after that big high he had from you know making his radio debut. And and, and I tell you what, that was some of the most fun I've ever had in the booth. You know, calling a race with somebody. Just somebody with that knowledge that he's carried over the, the last few years and through his whole career. And <laughs> a, a funny thing about it was uh, Lonesome Pine Speedway, you get up to the tower up there, the, the steps, it's like walking up a mountain just like it is where the track is. And every time I come up there, he'd be grinning from ear to ear, you know, and he'd be like, well, you want to borrow that oxygen tank I don't use? <laughs> yeah. And they just smile and laughing at me, you know, and, and uh, you know, Saturday night, this one of the memories that I'll cherish forever was being able to, to interview him there in Victory Lane after the, the debut of the Southern Classic stock cars. Uh, just still cutting up like he always was. You know, Timmy Hudson asked him if he needed the wheelchair, and I carried that on over to the interview. And it, it was just it was the time of my life I had Saturday evening there at the beginning. And uh, I'll cherish his memories forever. And Marty's such a great hero to a lot of people, and he'll never be forgotten, that's for sure. Well, that's that's one of the reasons why we're doing this tonight is to carry on that memory of, of Marty and just let everyone know how much, you know, he meant to this community, the racing community. And uh, we really appreciate you calling in and sharing your memories with us, Gerald. Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate it. And Lord willing, I'll be down there at the, the Shrine Race to pay my tribute. All right. Thank you, Gerald. Gerald Harris from the Southeast Super Truck Series. And we've just had somebody else just pop in the studio here. Uh you may know this guy. You probably, if you race at Anderson on Friday night, you, you've heard his voice numerous times on on your headset. Uh, Drew Brown. Drew, thank you for coming by. I'm sure you've got a ton of uh, Marty memories you're going to share with us. Yeah, um, I, I, I've had a couple of them. Um, most of them are away from the racetrack because I don't get to spend a lot of time with everyone at the racetrack. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it's tough. It's very tough. Uh <laughs> 
Marty, he uh, he's a fun guy. You know, um, I, I I had a chance, and it's the first memory that comes to you. Sometimes uh, I I had to, I was racing in Charlotte in December, and I think it was uh, Gina's birthday in December, and um, we uh, I had to come back. Me and Dad had been up here racing, and um, come back had a you know everybody was having a birthday there at the shop, and uh, I came back and everybody made fun of me. I, I got back and I was hungry anyways, but Marty was uh, making smoked um, cabbage. And I was like, hell, that's one of the best meals I've ever had. And all I ate was cabbage. And uh, he took me out there and got cabbage out of the smoker. And I grabbed another one or two or whatever. And we took them inside and was sitting there and eating and everything. But um, uh, my mom's Uncle Rhett was there. Uh, everybody was in the shop up there just having a good time. But, um, yeah, he uh, we got... Uh, I, I still talk about the cabbage every day. Uh, I, I, I don't know why, but I love cabbage. But you know, we was at the rate, we was in the shop, and and one thing led to another. I think we'd had a, a few too many, and it might have got way too late. But we were in there just uh, carrying on, drinking beer, and having a little too much fun. But uh, you know, uh, I don't know if the balloons were floating around or or what was going on, but uh, there was balloons that floated up in the shop. And if anybody ever knew, Marty keeps his shop perfect i mean it's dust free he stands in there sweeps it hell i think he might have been in there sweeping it at night with everybody in there and um uh some uh balloons floated up in there and we got over there and we got into a, a couple of jars and a big box of a couple of jars and um next thing you know he's uh he he said something i said how are we gonna get them balloons down off the ceiling and he's like well i'm not getting up there he said he walks over the door and there's a pellet rifle or a baby gun and he he pumps it a few times he said here i said i'm not gonna shoot your ceiling he he said he said it's got to come down somehow and uh next thing you know he handed that thing to me and uh i shot up there and shot the balloon down and um uh. you know it's just uh it, it's crazy things like that you you don't really it, it, it <laughs> the whole racing community is is family and um i don't get to be like that unless it's just with certain people and david's sitting here across from me and and i mean i get to spend time with him outside of racing and outside the racetrack hell i call him too much as it is now mm. but um it's uh it's memories like that you know things just uh, marty was giving me a hard time saturday because uh i told chris bowers uh he come to me and said hey i i need a welder we gotta fix the car and I said, ain't nobody using my welder. I said, I'm tired of everybody using my tools, you know. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just little things like that. You you never know when that last second is or, or whatever it is, but um, they're all very tough. Yeah. Yeah, you, that's the thing I was thinking about, too. You just, you know, you, you don't know. It's just a mist, you know. You, you, uh, you talk to them like the week before, like you talked to them the other night, and, it, you know, it still don't seem real. Even you know, and it's not going to seem real for a while. No, it don't. It, it doesn't. I, um, I I almost wish I'd have been at the racetrack the other night. Um, all I right, we've got a we've got a caller coming in. Lee Falk, how are you doing, sir? I'm making it. How about y'all? Uh, we're we're just trying to do a radio show in uh, memory of of Marty. I'm I'm hoping you've got some good uh, Marty memories to share with us. 
<laughs> oh, I got a bunch of Marty memories to share. Some of them we can share, and some of them we can't. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Y'all want me to share the ones we can, or yeah, some of the ones we the can't? One, the ones you can. Yeah, we'll save the, the ones for the ones we can't later when yeah. we're by ourselves. Yeah, the PG. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I, I, know, I know Marty's mama's probably listening. We better keep this pretty clean. <laughs> uh, i tell you. I've, I've, I've lost one of my best friends. <clears throat> this is very tough for me. And uh, I met Marty in 1988. And I, I've told this story a hundred times, but it's still funny as hell, so I'm going to tell you all anyway. I called him while I was driving for Slender Year Racing in Tennessee, the, the cup cars and all-pro cars. And I called uh, Les Westerfield and said, we're going over to run an all-pro race at Greenville. I said, who do I need to call? He said, you better get a hold of Marty Ward. I said, who the hell is Marty Ward? He said, just call me. I said, all right. So I called him, got a hold of him, and I uh, said, hey, bud, I'm so-and-so. And Marty kind of said, who? <laughs> I said, who? I said, uh, that don't matter. I said, I'm coming over to Greenville. We're running an all-pro race, and I need need your help. But I need, need a little help on a setup. Never made a laugh there. I said, you ain't got to tell me the deal. I said, everybody says you're the man over there. And uh, I said, I want to come over and, and run good. He said, well, I'll, I'll get you close. I said, okay. So he gave me a setup. I got to the racetrack. Marty sat on the pole leading the race. Anyway, I finally got to Marty and moved him out of the way for the win. And here I'm celebrating, you know. Boy, I won the big 200-lap opera race at Greenville Pickens. Marty come running at me like a bull in a china shop. Mm. Yeah, I suppose like, I like a bull. <laughs> I didn't know him. Yeah, I, I, I never met him just over the phone to give me some help, you know. And here this big brute come running at me. I thought, what the hell have I done? <laughs> so I said, just wait a minute. Just, just stop. Stop right there. Let's, we got to talk about this. And uh, we ended up drinking some beer in my trailer, and we went back down to his trailer and drank some more beer. And, hell, I ended up spending the night with him, and we become best friends after that. I just, Marty's went, Marty has, I mean, y'all know Marty's good as anybody. There's nobody Marty Ward wouldn't help in this world. I don't care if he didn't have a shirt on his back, he'd go borrow you a shirt to give you. Uh, he's been across the United States with me racing. Uh, my, him and my son, Michael, they, they formed a, a, a bond and they're big buddies. And man, it, this is just devastating to me. I just, I've lost probably one of my best friends in the whole world beside my son. And it's, uh, it's very difficult for me. And I'm sure everybody else too. Uh, and if you, if you went to Greenville Pickens, I don't care who it was. You had to raise Marty Ward for the win. Uh, just we, I tell you another quick little story. This this is funny because me and Marty, once me and Marty become the friends that we are, uh, we played a lot of jokes on each other. And Maurice's dad, they bought a car from me in Tennessee, and they come and picked it up, and I come to Greenville and help them with it. And Marty was, he was in that sportsman division then wearing everybody out and maurice would get me marty and maurice would get me to come to greenville and practice his late model when i wasn't doing things and qualify it then marty would come race it so they had a big race at greenville one night and i practiced his car sat on the pole was a 100 lapper and i think blackwell was the promoter at that time i believe it was a long time ago and <clears throat> They had already made the arrangements that to move the late model race to last so Marty could make it from Charlotte after the sportsman race back to Greenville. And uh, so <laughs> there was weather in the forecast at Greenville, 
and I sat on the pole in Marty's car, and then I got to thinking about it and thought, God, this is going to be funny. So I got a hold of the promoter, Blackwell, up there. I told him, I said, look, I said, Marty's called. He's going to be late. And he said to tell you to go ahead and move the – don't wait on him. Do what you had to do to get the late model race in. <laughs> and so I sat on the pole in Marty's car. So as I'm going down the back straightaway, warming the tires up, coming to the green, Marty was outside the back gate in a fire suit, jumping up and down, waving his arms. And I just <laughs> waved out the window at him. <laughs> I went on and I won the race, and Marty had to watch it from the back straightaway <laughs> gate. He come to me. He said, what in the hell are you doing? I said, well, how do you like that, bud? <laughs> we were playing. We play tricks on each other back and forth, back and forth all the time. But, uh, and I know the racing community is mourning. Uh, I just, I want everybody to, to realize something. Marty Ward was the best Saturday night racer I've ever met in my life. He was a true racer. Uh, no harder worker than Marty on a race car himself. And and I've heard other interviews you've done tonight. Probably the best one I've ever known at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Uh, that wall thing that I heard Jeff Myers talk about a while ago, he he taught us how to do that too. I've, I've put on more spindles and tie rods on the left front wheel trying to drive the Marty Ward line with all my drivers. And I said, y'all ain't Marty Ward. Get up off that fence. <laughs> yep. but uh it it's a it's a sad day for everybody in the in the racing world we just lost another great racer man i'm just telling you yes we have well uh lee we appreciate you uh calling in and, and sharing your your memories with us we've got some other folks lined up to call but uh appreciate it I appreciate and uh, y'all. we'll talk to you soon see you lee all right lee falk calling in with his um, marty memory got a other folks going to be calling in as well. Just sitting here listening to the things that, that Lee talked about, I can just see Marty, you know, standing back there in his racing suit, jumping up and down, like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, they, they become good friends, and, and uh, you know, Marty kind of got out to see a little bit. Lee Lee gave him a job and worked on them cars and helped, you know, probably helped Lee and them with his program a lot over the years with his young drivers and stuff, and that's like like Lee said. That's just who he was, and help anybody and anytime. He, he was just uh, he was, he's a true racer. If, like uh, Steve said, if you want to see the dictionary and look at true racer, you're gonna see his picture, right, Steve? And you know, he, Lee said, you know, Saturday night short track driver best. Yeah. He is our Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's how, what I compare Marty Ward to, because everybody in this town knows him, knows who he is, knows what he done. Multiple wins, multiple championships, and it's just he's admired yep. by a lot of people. Yep. All right, Track Chat Live. Who's calling? Uh, good evening. Larry Pollard calling in from Taylor, North Carolina. Hey, Larry. How are you doing? Uh, appreciate you calling in. I'm, I'm sure you have a, a memory about Marty Ward you'd like to share with us. Yeah, it's a tough day. You know, we've uh, yeah, talked to a lot of the racers throughout the day, and today was Marty's day. We all talked about him and had good things to say about him, and uh it's a heck of a loss. It really is. It's, I think we're a little bit stunned yet. Yeah, it's kind of hard to uh, really take all this in, and we're still, you know, trying to reflect now and and kind of just focus on what happened. And you know, he's not here anymore, so we're we're just trying to 
you know, clear our heads and, and keep his memory alive. I'll just get some solace in talking about him and telling him about the good times. And um, Marty was a heck of a race car driver, and he wouldn't tell you that. You know what I mean? You had to know. He was a humble guy, and the last couple of years, we started running that southern tour that uh, sest series and i got to know marty even better i've known him for years picking up stuff and doing his rear ends and stuff for him over the years but he's just a great humble guy you know what i mean and and we made a point of always saying hey to each other or whatever and then he had that heart attack last year and we kept up with him and when he came back he's just a racer you know what i mean he's just he was just such a nice guy to be around he was he was just warm little teddy bear kind of thing you know and um it's just a sad deal it's just uh gone way too early and and such a good man you know yeah marty was one of those guys i i've I've said this before david and steve and drew you probably all agree that marty when he when you met marty he he always left a footprint on your heart somewhere you liked him automatic i mean it was just a no-brainer you can't pick anything marty bad in him he got a mean bone in his body yeah yeah i mean that's just no and yeah go ahead larry this like the we got there uh saturday and he was going out to qualify you know and i always every race in the last two years he'd always come by us or we'd go see him and just chat about life and just what he had going on he just but he he was just such a neat guy to talk to because there was no boasting going on or nothing but the accomplishments that he had in his life you would absolutely not know it by the way he presented himself you know what i mean and i walked up to his truck and before he qualified and i says and his there was a lady standing there and she stepped out of the way and of course he's just always that kind of guy and he put his hand out and i says man it looks like you got this thing all running don't you and he said man it's the best it's been and i said yeah this looks so good tonight and he's yeah i think i got something tonight you know and so I, he didn't have his helmet on so i patted him on his wet head because he's sitting in there sweating <laughs> and i walked away you know and then um after our he he ran his fortune race and he was he was gift enough to win that thing that just that just warmed my heart and we were going through tech. We had a pretty good little run, and he come up, and he says, uh, man, I'm trying to find Chase. I just got to tell me, drove a heck of a race or an awesome race. And I said, man, you drove an awesome race. You know, and I just, and I gave him a hug, like a man hug. I shook his hand, and, and I hugged him, and I said, man, it just makes my heart good when you win. You know what I mean? And he just kind of dropped his head just shyly and said, well, thank you. You know what I mean? And it, it, That's just the way he was, you know? Yeah, and little did I know that'd be the last time I'd talk to him, you know. And it's yeah. it's such a sad deal. And so Chase and I got up on top of the hauler to watch him run his race. I'm telling you that that's one of the best races I've seen him run. And and just he was on it. He was up on the wheel, and and surely to goodness the two races in one night. And as hot as it was at mm. Anderson this weekend, it probably wasn't the right thing to do, but that was marty he racing was him you know what i mean and um and i don't know if anybody else noticed this but we're up on top of the trailer and all of a sudden the kosh came out and chase and i are standing there and and i said what what's for the, what's the kosh for i looked around and he says i don't know you know and then he says where's marty and i says i don't i don't see him and then the cars came around and he was running third behind tissett 
and I didn't see him, and I saw my goodness. So, you know, maybe he spun out in three and four because we couldn't see. And then but I looked at the scoreboard, and then all of a sudden vibes kept, started coming in, and people started saying things. And I looked at the scoreboard, and he was running third in the number three truck on the 33 lap. And I wow. I just had a I bad feeling. That. I don't know what it was, you know. Mm. And, uh, and then, of course, we heard the news, and it's just – Ruined. We had a heck of a good run, and we were pumped, but it kicked the wheels out from underneath us because it was all of a sudden about Marty, and it just felt so bad, you know. Yeah, um, that was. I didn't even realize it was the three thirty-three. That uh, just did not it didn't hit me. But uh, appreciate you sharing that, and uh, thank you for calling in. Yeah, uh, Larry, we've got several other folks that are going to call in, but we really appreciate you sharing uh, with us your Marty memory tonight. Yeah. Uh, missing bad. Yes, we do too. We we lost a great one. Yes, yeah, we, we did. lost a great one, and uh, we'll <laughs> he won't be forgotten soon. I tell you that. And thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, thank sir. Right. Larry Pollard uh, calling in, longtime rear end builder for for Marty and, and some of his cars. That yep. that was an interesting fact. I, yeah, well, I never thought about that. running third yeah. in the three truck on the thirty third lap. That's yeah, Dale Earnhardt. What I tried to tell you. Yeah, yeah. that's right. There you go. <laughs> that's what I thought about when he said that. that yeah. It's, that's, it's that's, weird how that works out and mm-hmm. and do but yeah you know like 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 you said maybe maybe two races is too much in one night but you know i don't think it was i don't think that's marty was he, he knew if he couldn't been out there so he was i mean he was he was doing what he loved to me is his time and you know and that's what i tell people i got two ways i if i can pick the way i want to die to the race car or my wife's hands so he he done it the way he wanted absolutely right that was definitely a, a, a marty a marty thing that's, that's that's how he did yeah. track chat live who's this it's davy smart davy man how, davy. how are you doing oh, man hanging in there as best you can you know i tell you marty was a good friend you know yes he was man i got plenty of memories of him and you know i've watched him racing since the riverside dirt track days you know and i've always been a fan and always looked at him as a hero but uh Man, I tell you what, I mean, from, like I said, I've got all kinds of memories of him, but one that I think back on, you know, I, I was running a truck race at Greenville, Greenville Pickens. I was actually leading. And uh come off turn four, or turn two right there, and he's on the inside of him. He says I, says I cut down on him. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I was always against the wall, but it turned him head on in the fence. And uh went down the back stretch and his sideways and I thought he'd be mad and you know I was, even, I was sort of scared to even go talk to him but uh he uh he wasn't mad you know that's just the way Marty was his he was all good with it you know but uh I tell you what I just I'm, I'm gonna miss him I think you and a lot of other folks uh in the upstate around the world are gonna miss uh that 97 car of Marty Ward he was definitely one of a kind and uh just just the time he was in here uh, on the show back in May, I mean, I've seen a side of David Roberts I thought I'd never see, but Marty <laughs> Marty Ward brought that out in David. I mean, I think we couldn't. I mean, when we turned the mic off during during the breaks, I mean, I mean, we just we did not stop laughing just at the way he just Marty Marty isms. I I don't know how else to explain it. Well, that's what he told me. You know, next time he had the party, he didn't know it was this much fun. So I was always so <laughs> serious at the racetrack, brother. I was thinking about that too. Which heck, far I had to be serious to beat his butt. You know, I mean, he was, 
He, he could go on, but he was serious about his racing yeah, now. Buddy. So I had to be serious, right, Davey? Oh, yeah. You know. you know, he had so many fans. I mean, like at Dilk, like at Dilk Greenville, you know, they stopped the race to clean it up. And I was on the back stretch and looked up at the fence, and there's people shooting me birds, you know. And I thought, <laughs> that's on this. So I pulled on up, you know, to get away from them people. And, heck, there's some more people shooting me birds. And I thought, yeah, they're you know, I stepped on Superman's cape down here, you know? That's yeah. it. When uh, but, me and him bring the vintage car to Tri-County, he would uh, <clears throat> he'd tell me, he said, let's go find Davey, because I know he's got something good to talk about. But Marty said we, a couple <laughs> of times we came up there. He he really, truly thought a lot of you, Davey. Yeah. Man, I think, I think the world of him, I mean, he's really he really was my hero. And, you know, I'd go to his shop, and uh, Drew's talking about that cabbage. That is the best cabbage you ever ate in your life. <laughs> Hey, we'd get sitting around, and, and every time I was there, you know, if you had a beer or something, he'd get start that karaoke machine and start singing. And I mean, Marty could sing pretty good, and he'd sing that uh, George Jones song, "Who's Gonna Feel His Shoes?" And I've been thinking about that all day. They you know, ain't nobody can feel his shoes. No sir, you, know? you got that right. Well, Davey, we appreciate you calling in. We've got a couple more uh, callers that are going to join us before we have to end this. But thank you so much for sharing with us your uh, memories of Marty Ward. Well, thank y'all for doing this and keeping his memory alive. Yes, sir. Thank you. See you, bud. All right, Davey Smart, longtime friend of, of Marty Ward. Uh, that was that was a good story. I, I really appreciate that uh, story from Davey about Marty. Yeah, yeah. He, and you're right, Steve. He, he always talked about Davey Smart. You know, he like he loved Davey Smart. Oh, yeah. You know, so and 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 you can tell Davey loved him as a good friend. And as as many called in tonight and said, and as us sitting here, you know, he's. He was he was bigger than life in in the racing community, especially. And I mean, he, he's solely going to be missed. You know, I know I'm going to miss racing against him. I was hoping to have the opportunity to to race against him sometime here before before we both got gone. Chat live. Who's this? Kenneth Hedden. Kenneth Hedden, Super K. How Super are you doing, K. man? I'm hanging in there, bro. Listen to y'all. I tell you what, it's been a been a rough couple of days on us. Yes, it has. I know you and Marty have, have you know mixed it up on on many a racetrack throughout your racing career and in his career i know there's got to be something out there that really sticks out in your mind about marty ward well there's more than one i can tell you that uh probably the best one uh late 90s my very first late model debut at greenville pickens we we raced and raced a few races and we me and marty kind of parked side by side but there was pit road or the entrance of the scale area was in uh in between us and he looked at me and he said boy he said, you ain't doing this stuff right and I, you know, what you talking about kind of do? You know, I thought shoot, we'd run a fifth <laughs> or sixth and stuff like that. And he said, get in that car. I'm going to show you how to get around this place. And after about 50, 75 laps, we bent two left front wheels over off a two down there. David knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> we yeah. we bent some wheels. And uh, I tell you, I, just like Lee Fault said, if, if, if Marty Ward liked you, he'd give you the shirt off his back. And... In my opinion, he helped me in my career getting around Greenville Pickens because I, I couldn't do it. And then, you know, we followed him, them 40, 50, I don't know. We must have run 100 laps, 50 laps. I don't know what it was. We run a bunch. And uh, that night, you know, after we raced, after I followed him, and uh, I think we finished second or third that night. And, and of course, he won. You know, before I, before I ever won, I run second to him 11 times. <laughs> wow. And then I ended up winning a race one night. And uh, I think Marty runs second. I don't know if he got tangled up in traffic because they had an invert or something like that. And uh, I ended up winning the thing. And, you know, it, it's just 
between him, Bob Mangum back in the day, and of course David was there. Everybody there at that time, you know, I mean, local short track driver at a young age and win a race, and and, Mar- and I, and, you know, Marty helped me. Yeah, Marty was definitely one of those people who was willing to help, no matter if he was going to race against you or race with you on your team. I mean, he well, was- and I, he, I think, now he helped. Don't get me wrong, but he, <laughs> he 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 didn't give me everything. He just showed me how to get around the place, and yeah, it says a lot. Yeah, there's him. stories after stories, yeah, yeah. unbelievably stories. I mean, he's going to be greatly missed. Um, yeah. It, well, I'm going I'm to tell you another thing. I mean, and, and keep, you know, keep the Abel's family in, you, in your prayers this, this week because Red Abel's, he was a super stock, street stock driver back in the day at Greenville. He passed away over the weekend also. So, um, you know, a lot of great racers just gone way too soon. We're losing them every day, it seems like. Every day. Every day. Yes, sir. You, you talking about, but yeah, um, talking about Marty helping people. I mean, here I have started. I was fifty-six years old, and never looked through the windshield of one. And uh, you know, which you helped me. You helped me to early in too. I mean, you, you give me a lot of pointers. But Marty, I just oh, asked yeah. him, and he he didn't he didn't really know me. But I and that tells me a lot about Marty. I reached out to him, and buddy, he was on board immediately, and just and just exactly. done, done yeah, whatever that's the kind it took. Of person he was that I remember. Yep, talked to me on the phone anytime, asked me questions, and get on me whenever I had to quit. You overthinking that? Just quit it. Yeah, it's what you need to do, and it just helped me a ton. And I was—I'm not a lifelong racer like y'all are, but he still helped me, and that, I'll remember that from now exactly. on. Exactly, like I just said, Lee Fault hit it dead on the head when when he said that Marty would go borrow a shirt and give it to you if you need help. Yeah, buddy, that's right. Well, Kenneth, we appreciate you calling in and, and sharing your memories of, of Marty with us. We appreciate that. Oh yeah, we, we need about a five-hour show, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to get all these memories in through the through the 30 40 years that we've known each other yeah there's so many other folks i wish we could have talked to but we only you know have a, a short amount of time we actually yeah. kind of went and didn't play all the spots i apologize we if you want a good good off matter go see gene there you go yeah yeah come see us we we're here so, right. no guys i appreciate y'all doing this. this this means a lot um and everybody come out and support the the Shrine Race in a few weeks. Uh, it'll be 97 laps in memory of Marty Ward. That's right. Shrine Race on August the 26th at 7 p.m. at Anderson. Thank you, Kenneth. All right, buddy. I'll see y'all guys. See you, brother. Kenneth Hedden, Super K, of course, raced Marty so much in his career. And you as well, David, you and Kenneth have, you know, mixed it up on the track. And, I mean, this is, this is what it's all about. Just a tight-knit racing family, you know, coming together and showing their, their support, you know, for uh, – marty's family during this time thoughts and prayers are going out to jacob and and marty's mom and, and the rest of the family that's having to deal with this and i mean marty has touched so many lives i mean we we'd like kenna said we would be in here five hours yeah. and still not scratch the surface of all the people that knew marty ward all the lives that marty ward has touched in his racing career well you got you got to think he's been racing you know 40 something years mm-hmm. you know i mean like me and and Kenneth and some of us, I mean, we've been racing 40-something years. Uh, you know, you make a lot of, you, you make a few innings, you make a lot of a lot of friends along the way. And Marty made way more friends than, than he had enemies, I promise you. Yes, he did. Any any final thoughts on uh, Marty before we uh, have to sign off? Oh, you know, like I say, we, and the thing here, we, you know, my group, they, call, they named him the, the Marietta Missile, you know. <laughs> so that's why I'm going to think of him as the Marietta Missile. And, you know, he's going to be missed. And, and I know that Jacob and... Gina and Brenda, you know, they don't, they're the ones that's 
having it hard right now, like the rest, you know, harder than we, because that was their, their, their man, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah. Steve, got any, any closing thoughts? No, I mean, just, uh, I'm just kind of numb, really, because he was, uh, he was one, he, he, we come pretty close, and uh, I'm going to miss him from now on. Drew, got anything you want to say? Just like everybody else, we're going to miss him. There's not much you can say. You just have to all pray for the family. Yep. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off. But I guess the, the best way I can think of to express what Marty meant to me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big music guy, and uh, I don't know, I've been working on something the last couple of days. So uh, I'll go ahead and play this, and we'll be back on Track Chat Live next Monday night. Marty Ward, and we love you. We miss you, and uh, we just want, wish we could have one more day to talk to you. I always put myself in a position that I get all the credit, but all the credit ain't me. I always put myself in a position with people with money, people that knows what they're doing, which makes Marty Ward look good, you know? And Marty Ward is a redneck from Marietta, and I just always associated myself with good people. Last night I had a crazy dream. My daddy was bound to turn, was gonna run that sportsman car. Wish was granted just for me. It could be for anything. And my daddy bought that car in 83. I didn't ask for money. Or a magic Malibu I simply wished For one more day with you So that was the car that I ended up Going to Greenville with One more day the car that he bought from Gene One more time I got a lot of people I look up to One more sunset Maybe I'd be satisfied Don't take him out But then again I know what it moving yeah. we got to go leave me wishing still for one more day with you there's over 150 trophies from Granville. And there for a while it was a every week thing and i got to where i was giving them away but when my son come along you didn't give no trophies away. from day one you didn't give nothing away and uh, kind of quit doing that but you know i ain't no telling how many i want first thing i do is pray for time to i got pictures of running anderson when it was dirt I'd unplug the telephone, keep the TV off. I'd hold you every second, say a million I love yous. That's what I'd do with one more day with you. That's just a sign we're getting too old. One more day, <laughs> one more time. Right now, three for three. One more sunset, maybe I'd be satisfied. But then again, I know what it would. I drove a vintage car twice, and I won. Leave me wishing still for one more day with you. And I drove his truck, and I won there. One more day. I got to thank Greg Nix for letting me drive back. One more time. I told him it might be a good time to just quit. One more sunset, maybe I'd be satisfied. If you look right now, I'm leading the point. But then again, I know what it was. We're going to do the first five and see where we go. Leave me still one more day. Leave me still one more day.
my mom made the comment today. She's she gonna fool around and let this race and put you out. And I said, well, there again. It, I, I guess if hope I don't, but you know, if I pass away, I went the way I wanna doing what I enjoyed doing. You know, and that's kind of the way my daddy was. You know, I'm thankful to be lucky. I'd rather be lucky sometimes than good. If you get me clear, I hope to goodness you can drive away. All right, it's time for our race results, David going to go ahead and kick that off going to do our asphalt report yeah well let's get on the anderson speedway they didn't have uh, a race friday night but they did saturday night they had the southeast super trucks and uh gerald harris is that his right name is is gonna yes gerald harris is gonna cover their results. yes sir so we got that and their next race at anderson is august the 11th and that's the 60th season celebration so that ought to be pretty cool yes there's gonna be a lot of things going on uh this coming friday we're gonna have some racers from the 60s 70s 80s 90s are gonna be in attendance they're gonna be fed a, a little barbecue meal and then we're gonna do a recognition of those folks who attended so well, it's going to be a, a great night and i'm one of those i get a free meal you if you make it up there to the, the tent you can have a free oh, meal wow. okay I'm, I'm all in for that if not marie will take your your plate wait, wait a minute. there you go <laughs> so dylan motor speedway no race schedule their next race is august the 19th the ams mass street stocks and the carolina pro late models yes they're going to actually be at anderson so i guess you could call that a dylan race Mm-hmm. But they're going to be coming up to Anderson to do the, the same deal they did last year with the, the mass street stocks and those Carolina Pro Lake models and all that. Now, when are they coming? August 19th. So that will the Dillon race will be that. At Anderson. But it'll be at Anderson. Yes. At AMS. That's yes. what you got. Yeah, okay. that's what I got. I just got to cipher through you. That's okay. Yeah, my chicken's here, man. Yeah. <laughs> so right, we got Florence Motor Speedway. They had the Bell and Bell night. Cody Kelly, he won the late model. The legend was Caden ballows the mini stocks was brandon johnson the chargers was Averett lucas there's old cody kelly again he won the super trucks again the street stocks was brandon caraway and the brandoleros was allison johnson and also the rocket made his uh trip down there to florence because he was not at anderson on saturday night so tell us what happened with you down there yeah well we had a, we struggled during practice and i'm just you know going in there trying a bunch of different things and didn't really work out so we changed a bunch of stuff qualified 12th i think out of 16 and was running seventh or eighth you know got up there pretty good had a late caution thought i could thought i could run fifth or sixth, and i got kind of bottled up messed up there on the last couple of laps and couldn't make no pass but we had a decent night I got home back safe and cars in one piece, not tore up. So, well, that's that's the main thing. When the car comes home in one piece, then that's a win. That's right. So now we, you know, instead of working on fixing it, we can work on making it faster. There so, you go. So, their next race is August the nineteenth at, at, at Florence Motor Speedway. Then we got Hickory Motor Speedway. The late models Landon Huffman. The pro late model was George Phillips. The limited late model was Bryson Ruff. The street stocks was Marshall Sutton. Man, he's been around for a long time. Won a lot of races. The sports mods was Dale Ogburn. Ogburn? Ogburn. Ogburn? Yeah, I guess that's good enough. close enough. Yeah, I didn't do too good in English. <laughs> anyway, their next race is August the 12th. Kingsport, the concrete jungle, no, no race schedule. Their next race is Friday, August the 11th. Then we're going to move on to Tri-County. The Carolina Pro Late Models, what they have? They so had no results. Uh, no, there. I didn't get any results there. I, I checked before I came to the station, and I didn't yeah. see anything. So 
Well, their next race, you know, we'll get results for it for sure is August the 19th, which is the Cars Tour, and I think that's 30,000 to win, so that's going to be that's going to be huge. Eric. Yes, that's going to be a good one. So, so that, that, that's our asphalt stuff, and, you know, so we'll see what move on. You going to do the dirt? Yeah, now? I guess I'll do the dirt report. You filled in, in last last week. because I we, mean, I can do it. Go, go right ahead. We yeah. had some difficulties, but you did a good job with the dirt report, so um, I'll let you continue. Yeah, so I just, now I'm going to get dirty here. Okay. All right. Cherokee Speedway, the Renegade Sportsman was Timmy Smith. The Thunder Bomber was Luke Doggett. The Extreme Four was Dale Bennett. The 604 late model was Teddy Musgrave. The Street Stocks was Caleb McLaughlin. The Vintage was Mark Gulledge. The Crown Vic was Adam Piercy. And the Pure Stock was Mickey Brock. Their next race is August the 11th. Harris Motor Speedway, there he is. Oh, that's Willie Fowler. I thought it said, I'm going to say Wally. Wally. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's what I do. I get to reading something. I don't even look at it good. <laughs> that's put, okay. Work. So the front wheel drive was Willie Fowler. Yes. Young Guns was Kaylee Laws. The pier stock was Ray Hudson. The Thunder Bomber was Lloyd Dean Burgess. The Futures was Dallas Miller. The street stock was Tony Pierce. And the V8 Young Guns was Ronnie Pinson. Their next race is August the 19th, the Deadman Family Tribute. That, that's old Clyde Deadman. He you owned know the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, back when I was a kid, we used to go up there and stop at a little store. He had a little store. You know, it's asphalt back then. My brother run run there. and Pretty cool. Back in the day, the old country store. Mr. Okay. Deadman, yeah, he was he was a good one. So, Lawrence County, the, the Darlington of Dirt, the 602 was old Dale Thames. Front wheel drive was Casey Tyler. The Thunder Bomber Futures was Trenton Jameson. The MMSA Bradley Lambert Memorial was won by Kevin Cooper. The Thunder Bomber was Dustin Mars. Young Guns, Trent Gaines. The Cadet was David Cannon. And the Pure Stock was Kevin Nations. Their next race is Saturday, August the 12th. We'll move on to Livonia Speedway. They had no race schedule. Their next race is August the 11th. The USCS Sprint Car Series. That'd be pretty That's cool. That's going to be a watch. good one. Them things get, they get it done. Oh, yeah. Travis Rest Speedway, no race schedule. Their next race is August the 11th. And that is going to wrap it up for all our racing reports for this past weekend from Dirt and Asphalt. Yeah, there's a lot of great racetracks going to be racing this week. And, I mean, if you don't go, just don't sit at home. Go somewhere and enjoy a good night of racing, whether it be asphalt or dirt. Yep. All right, at this time, I have Gerald Harris with the Southeast Super Truck Series, and he's going to give us the results from Anderson Motor Speedway this past weekend. All right. So it's Michael Moats that picked up the win in the AMS Big Show Pure Stocks in the Carolina Vintage Racers. It was Tim Stokes who picked up the win with the VA class. Howard Scruggs picked up the win in the six cylinders. Marty Ward picked up the inaugural Southern Classic Stock Cars win. And in the SEST Limited Late Models, it was Justin Sorrow. Tim Lawless picked up the victory in the Southeast Super Trucks. And our next race will be Saturday, September 9th at Lonesome Pine Motorsports Park. All right, Gerald. Thank you so much for those results. And we look forward to hearing back again from you with the Lonesome Pine results in September. 